Hi everyone, welcome to the show today. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haolin. Hi, 大家好，欢迎回到 NG 英文。我是 Stephanie. Jude 是一位注重心理健康的创业家以及创办人。接下来我们就来欢迎 Jude. What's up, everyone? We have a great show for you today on the NG English show. I'm joined with the wonderful Jude. Jude is focusing on mental health, an entrepreneur, a founder, a lifelong learner, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome Jude. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Jude? Very well. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm very excited to talk about、um, what I've experienced and what I've saw on this journey. Wonderful. Well, why don't we then kind of start at the beginning? And who is the man, the myth, the legend, Jude? I'm still practicing on my self introduction as I've become a founder. I think my titles was changed. During the daytime, I'm a translator.、Uh, that's my daytime job. But I, I like my current identity of being a founder of、uh, a couple of projects, a couple of initiatives. One、mm-hmm. is Resume Service,、uh, aka Lu Li Wang, on Instagram,、uh, where I teach people how to write resumes、um, for free. But I've come to realize that it's such, it's so tied to mental health and、uh, the the voices in your head, and so I've tied that with. The, the mental health aspect of it, and so I started another project. I started another company called E Kids.、Um, it's like a elder care slash mental health initiative where I want to build a local community to pair local kids to local elders to try and offer the tech or life、uh, assistance、uh, to kind of like help your mom and dad or grandpas and grandmas fix their cell phones or TVs or whatever not. But then as well as、um, provide. Sh- Seamless mental health resources, so that whoever needs it doesn't feel like it's something that's far away and I have to deal with it alone. We'll be here for you because we know what it is and what we're what you're kind of dealing with. Hopefully,、mm, yeah. You know, I think today it would be nice if we kind of focus on a little bit of your own journey with all of that, and you know what mental health means to you and how now you're applying all that. 白天的时候，他是一位翻译 translator。大家非常喜欢他现在是创办人的身份 identity， 因为有几个专案是他带领的 initiative。其实 initiative 这个字没有一个可以直接表达的中文字，因为这是可以代表着积极进取或是采取主动。所以在来宾刚刚这句话当中要表达的是他主动带领的这些专案。那其中一个就是 IG 的履历王。那刚刚他有说 resume service aka 履历王，这当中的 aka 其实蛮常在日常生活当中听到的。其实 ，A K 代表着 also known as， 也就是也被称之为的意思。那履历王顾名思义，就是在教大家怎么写履历。同时，来宾也觉得，其实心灵健康跟这个主题是有关联的，所以就把这个面向 aspect 带到内容中。也因为这样，他后来创立的硬件公司叫做 E Kid。那 E 代表着 elder care， 照护老人。那他的目标是要让当地年轻人跟长辈配对，这样年轻人就可以提供科技上或是生活上的帮助。那除了这些之外，也能够提供不间断 seamless 的心灵资源，所以需要心灵支柱的人就不会觉得孤单。I was thinking we could start a little bit with the resume service, yeah, because a lot of your work in translation, you were saying you just kind of wanted to help people in any way you can, and so people were like reaching out to you, and you were giving them free help with、yeah. their resumes. Is that right? It started、uh, with me trying to. Like I'm looking at my friends who really want to, you know, quit their job and find a new job. They're always like, "We're friends complaining. We're like, 'Ah,、oh, I want to quit my job. I want to change. I I don't like what I do.'、Mm. 
And so I kind of did that myself. I started to write my own resume and I and I went to interview a bunch of places. And then I realized, oh, this is kind of, it's not that difficult. Why don't I do it for you? Like, you're my friend. You want to quit your job? Let's do it. Like, let's meet for a coffee and I'll write your resume for you. And I did that. And I was like, all right, now go submit your resume to a bunch of places. And I kind of did that for a while. And I got really good at it because I felt like this was so easy. And I actually successfully helped my friend or a couple of my friends kind of double to triple their salaries. And I was like, this is not that difficult. Why are so many people struggling with this? So I kind of just started um, on Facebook, on Instagram. I was like, I, I do this. Come to me if you need help. And l let's just try and do something with it because because I can. I know how to do this. I've done this multiple times before. After a while, though, I realized the struggle wasn't figuring out what to write on an A4-sized paper of a resume. The struggle was within because people were telling themselves that I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to have that much of a salary. And what if I quit? People won't want me in the future. And all that unknown was scaring a lot of really talented people. And I was like, you're so talented and you're so smart and you're earning so much money. Why are you scared? Like, why? where is that coming from? And I try to explore that. And I've been exploring that for four years. And now I've come to the realization that, okay, mental health was tied to career search, career, uh, like mm. job hunting. And mental health is kind of tied to everything. And mm. yeah, it's surprising. Yeah, it's, it's, you're really uncovering the depth, mm -hmm. the roots of all of these things, right? Because our self-worth is tied to our mental health and what we think we deserve, you know, right. what we've what narratives we've told ourselves exactly and i i can totally relate to that because you know when i was applying for jobs it's like i don't think i'm worthy of that you know and yeah. like so you get scared and you don't apply exactly and i think what i've done most in at the my instagram handles and i'll uh, call lulu on shoulder or resume service um i've done this one simple simple thing i would even call it stupid i would just be like I think you're amazing. And I've done contents. I've written articles, blog posts. I'm just shouting to the boy. I think you're awesome. I think you're, I don't know you, but I bet I would love you. And I do love you from far away. And you are loved no matter what you do or where you are as a human being to human being. I love you. And I think you're perfect. And I think whatever you're experiencing now, if you look at it from a psychotherapy perspective, there is a journey and you've made the best decision that you could make considering the life that you've been through, the, the family and the parents that you've experienced. Mm -hmm. And I'll bet you that all of your idols, like Taylor Swift, Harry Styles, all the people that we love, if, they, if, if you put them in your shoes and experience what you've experienced, to experience the family and the employers and the bullying that you've perhaps experienced i bet you they wouldn't have made a better decision than you have so at this point in life you've accumulated all the history of your past trauma or your family's past trauma and you're actually doing the best that all of them could have ever done and i think just you are the best i've done that over and over and over there has been over a thousand positive feedbacks telling me that they've changed their job. They they found a better job with higher pay. There were two cases, I think three, reported back to me saying that they have light to medium schizophrenia. That 
uh, the their their conditions have improved and there's been one person who submitted a feedback to me for me to use on my website saying that her medication has reduced from two pills a day to half a pill per two days mm-hmm. and i feel i'm not a psychotherapist at all but i feel like wow we by just simply being nice mm-hmm. or saying mm-hmm. kindness uh kind words we all have the power to heal each other and i think that's what i've want to do in the future i want to get more people to talk nice to each other <laughs> yeah i really liked what you were saying about your idols if they were where you are and living that life that you live now they would make the same choices and i think that's absolutely right and and it's a very good point because we get lost sometimes on social media being like wow their life is so much better than mine and blah 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 and that comparison and 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 you're just out there now using social media to shine and help people shine and that's beautiful i think so i think we get lost like i'm i suffer like i'm telling stories from a personal perspective because i always think that oh harry style is so cool he definitely makes all the better decisions that i would have ever made like he's so thin and built like i'm fat like i choose to eat like junk food but then my psychotherapist every week she'll, she'll kind of help me explore where my decisions came from mm-hmm. and that is a unique journey where i kind of want to share this kind of fun little cute little story or, mm-hmm. of um so i'm currently struggling with i struggle with a lot of things but one of the things i kind of am working on is my weight and i've always been like kind of a chubby but not so like so severe but chubbier and i kind of like i feel like uh Harry Styles or Taylor Swift they're they're better human beings for not eating so much and i'm you know, such a bad person for eating, wanting to eat McDonald's. And so I, I thought that that wasn't such a big deal to bring to my therapist because, I, you know, therapist, I pay kind of like a lot of money and I should be dealing with more serious topics. But I kind of raised it to my therapist and she, she kind of was like, let's talk about this. You know, nothing is ever too big or too small mm-hmm. um, in, in this hour of time that's dedicated for you. And so I talked about it and I realized the reason why I want to eat McDonald's when I'm stressed is because the earliest memory of me uh, feeling stressed and finding comfort was my mom would always tell me that we can go to McDonald's after I've had a big test or I've done a big basketball game. And so I kind of felt so safe and so happy when I, my, mom, my mom brought me to McDonald's after me doing something that was really hard. Mm-hmm. And so now... Whenever I do something hard or something very difficult, had a hard day, hard day at work, I want to bring myself to eat fried chicken. And that made me feel safe. And then when I realized that, I bawled like I was crying in the psychotherapist uh, place. I was crying. And I finally found the root and I saw the connection. And now I think it's such a weird, magical thing what psychotherapy is. It's um, It's modern day magic. As long as I see it and I see the root of it, I don't really have to do anything about it or like make a conscious decision to don't eat fried chicken. Mm. My mind kind of just disconnected from that and then feel like I don't really have to go to fried chicken to feel safe because I know where it is. I know where it's from. Yeah. <laughs> it, and, and it's so it, thank you for sharing that because. That's the root, right? You know, understanding like, hey, actually, it's not about that food. It's just that moment you felt safe after that stressful thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, and getting to have a session in a safe place with someone, a professional who can really guide you to understand that 
that's how decisions are made half the time and half the time they're unconscious and getting to feel it's okay to explore that, that topic. And, and it's so beautiful instead of being like, no, don't eat McDonald's. No, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like understand actually, why do you even like McDonald's or why do you choose that? And so I think it's a beautiful approach and it's so fun. You're sitting psychotherapy and therapy is, is this modern day magic. And the more that you can begin to just explore why you make choices in your life, I think there's so much beauty. 一开始是因为他身边的朋友们都想要转职或者辞职，那他自己写好履历后就开始去各种面试。他觉得其实这并不难啊。那后来他有一些朋友们就开始问他，希望他可以帮他们修改。那后来他就想说，好吧，反正对他来讲超级简单的。那后来有一些身边的朋友们还因此谈到比原本的薪水多两到三倍。所以后来他就在 Facebook 跟 IG 上面开始这个服务。可是他后来发现，其实很多人的挣扎 （struggle） 并不是在 A 市大小的纸上写什么。那来宾也说了，他在履历网做了一件事情，那就是他会跟读者说：“我觉得你很棒 ，I think you're amazing。”那他也因此收到了几千个正面的回馈，跟他说他们转职了，找到更好的薪资、更好的工作。甚至有一个人还跟他说，他本来有轻微至中度的视觉失调整，后来也改善很多。那有位客户还授权让他在网站上面分享，他因此从两颗药的剂量减到半颗。那其实他分享这些东西都跟他自己的经历有很大的关系。像他现在在挣扎的点就是体重控制，因为他一直以来都算是一个肉肉 chubby 的人。那他会羡慕像是 Harry Styles 身材那么好的人，他就觉得说，为什么他没有像他一样乱吃麦当劳或者是吃太多？他本来觉得这件事情没什么大不了的 ，It's not a big deal。但是没想到他心理治疗师却想要跟他聊聊。那后来他回想起来，才发现他会在压力大的时候想吃麦当的原因，是因为他小时候只要是经历比较大的压力，像是大考或者是比赛前，那他妈妈都会跟他说他可以吃麦当劳，所以他觉得吃麦当劳是一个非常安全跟开心的事情。那后来觉得心理治疗很神，因为就算他找出了原因之后，他也没有做任何事情，或是告诉自己要克制。就因此，这个观念性好像就这样断掉了。他也不会特别想要去吃炸鸡跟麦当劳了。How have you now tried to navigate the world of being an entrepreneur here in Taiwan? I didn't plan out my career journey as much of a career coach that I am.、Um, I didn't plan any of this, and I feel like people should probably do the same and not have to plan so much. <laughs> I started to kind of want to just start doing.、Um, I saw there was something that I could offer to the world. I knew how to write resumes. I know how to up your salary game. I know the in and outs of of an interview, and I know the how hard the journey. So so you know, I kind of just wanted to just start doing things for people.、Mm-hmm. And I think the the spirit of starting a business is that to do things for people and to do more things for people that they need. And then, in exchange, hopefully, there's somewhere along the way there's going to be a revenue or a business model、uh, that you can sustain、uh, this type of helping people.、Um, so I started on Instagram, just offering help for free. I try to charge, but then I realize people who are looking for jobs don't aren't the exactly the richest bunch of people. <laughs> so it was really hard to. Uh, monetize on a resume business, so I didn't do it. I just said, "Let's do this for free. Let's just see what would happen." And I received so much response. I've gotten now fourteen thousand to almost fifteen thousand followers on Instagram, where I 
thank you so much, um, where I talk to people weekly and I still do weekly free resume uh, checkups, the amount of people coming back to me and say, I'm so nervous about this one little thing. What do I do? Mm. And it's not even about resume anymore. And I just kind of like tell people, I think you're okay. I think you're awesome. And I see your resume. I think you're absolutely amazing. I don't know who's telling you otherwise, but I think you're amazing. And I've done that for four years now. And I feel like there's so much positive feedback. What if I can build something for the elder mm. community, for the senior community? And what if I could build a business around it? And so right now I'm kind of stepping onto that journey of being an entrepreneur, which is a very new and daunting word. But uh, we, I started out here. I received some mentor advice to tell me to go abroad, look internationally, like build internationally. And I started to do that. So I started incorporating my English skills into the startup journey, right? So I could reach more audiences. And I think it was a miracle in June. We were selected and shortlisted in a competition in Paris where I was pitching on stage this elder care business that I've been working on. And it was so weird. It's so weird how this world would take you to places when you don't plan. It's so weird. <laughs> So、yeah, it's it's the it's another part of the magic in a way, right? 来宾其实一开始并没有想要成为一位创业家，他也没有特别规划他的职业。他其实认为大家不用计划的那么多，因为其实他是看到了这个需求，并且觉得他能够提供帮助，所以就做了。那他对于面试的细节了若指掌 ，ins and outs， 然后也知道整个过程中其实非常艰辛，这是为什么他想要为别人做点什么。所以他在 IG 上是免费的提供这个服务。他本来是有想要收费，但后来发现求职跟转职人其实实际上的经济能力通常都不会是最好的那一群，所以他很难透过这样子的方式赚到钱。那所以他现在每一周还是会帮忙别人检查履历。那后来就想说，那他在建立一个可以帮助长辈们的团体，那他才从中找到一个商业模式。所以呢，他现在踏上了创业家的路程。他觉得这个创业家的字是一个非常新又令人却步 （daunting） 的字。那有些人给他的意见就是把这件事情国际化，那他也因此将他的英文能力融入 incorporate 进去，他这样才能触及到更多的受众 audiences。那六月的时候，他在巴黎的比赛当中上台报告他的长辈公司的服务，那后来他被选上并且入围了 shortlisted。Thinking too so much about as you just said, you know your wonderful English journey and how you're now navigating using English, using Mandarin, maybe using some Taiwanese for、mm-hmm. for the elder care too here in Taiwan. How have you navigated that whole world of of learning English? What has been your language learning journey? A lot of people ask me this in Taiwan. All my friends in Taiwan ask me this:、uh, how to learn English or how to speak English so well? I don't know. It's such a weird. Process. I grew up in Montreal. I spent my, I think, fifth grade to seventh or eighth grade、uh, in Montreal, in Canada. The way that I learned English was not friendly, kind of not friendly. I re- vividly remember this when I was starting out. Like we were just a few Taiwanese kids who don't speak much English in in, in the school,、mm-hmm. and I vividly remember a little girl who's shorter and smaller than me、mm-hmm. pointing to my face and laughing at me. Saying like, ha ha ha! Look at you, this English. She didn't know how to speak at all, and that motivated me to watch Simpsons every day, to sing Avril Lavigne songs every day.、Um, there was this drive to really want to understand the jokes and make small talks at school. 
I don't know. That has been my journey. If anybody asks me, like, what was learning English like, I would say it's kind of harsh. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> Hard, yeah, you know, that's a very, very honest story. And <clears throat> the thing about that is, too, how you flipped it, though, to make it your motivation. You know, yeah, you had that moment of maybe embarrassment or somebody bullying you about your English, but then you're like, you flipped it and you took that and you're like, no, now I'm going to do everything I can to understand the jokes and, you know, to to motivate yourself to get to this level that you are now. And in a weird twist of a way, that negative moment now is in this positive light where you are now being able to use your English to do career services. I hope so. Uh, and now... I used to be so when I started out, I finished college in Taiwan, and uh, you know, as we uh, English majors are after school, we kind of work in a cram school, but for, you know, teaching children, teaching little kids English. Whenever people talk about learning English, I think about that bullying experience, and I feel like I want you to have not the experience that I had. I want you to have fun. I want you to know that English is a tool. For you to get to where you are, or talk to the people that you want to talk to, mm -hmm. instead of this goal that you kind of have to acquire or whatnot. Right. Yeah. This uh, this like get a better grade and you know get into a school because of the, yeah. And I'm a big believer of that on the show too. I just try to remind people it it can become a toolkit in your the wonderful box that is you. And you know you if you can apply it to a resume and and you know, have a beautiful career out of it. That's yeah. awesome. And so I love you were saying you kind of sang, you know, you, you focused on singing songs and, and understanding jokes and, and really getting into the cultural side of the language, especially in the West for that right there. Yeah, exactly. I think the way that I saw myself learn English was I had a goal. I had a goal to want to fit in. I wanted to talk to my friends and I wanted to type on ICQ uh, with my friends and chat. <laughs> ICQ. Wow. That that might be dating yourself right there. <laughs> That's like uh like the AOL exactly. for me, like instant messenger. <laughs> yeah, was that like that that right there? Yeah, and uh, I I still believe in that because we were trying so hard to type really fast because we wanted to keep up with our friends when ICQ, ICQ just came out. We wanted to chat with our friends. And I think in learning a language, learning anything should be like that. It should be to be with the people that you want to be with, to mm -hmm. read the things that you want to read. Um, so, like, now I kind of tell my friends, if anything, like, try to enjoy mm -hmm. or try to find friends you want to hang out with that speaks the language. Hang out on, uh, you know, social media to type to each other and watch the shows that you want to watch. Uh, sing the songs and try to understand the lyrics because those are, I think, the meaning of language is what drove me to learn it so uh, relentlessly. If I was just learning it for the grade or trying to learn it just because so I can uh, speak English, I don't think I would have gotten this far. I, I I think having a goal behind the language yeah. is, is the key. It's the key, That's and that's that, that motivating factor. Kind of the fuel you can keep refilling your metaphorical car with along the way. 来宾的朋友们都问他怎么学英文, 
那他也因此有了动力，可以每天去看辛普森跟唱着艾薇儿的歌。那来宾也说，他后来回台湾读大学，那他读的是英文系，毕业后也去了补习班工作。那他当时觉得，他希望小朋友们知道，就是也不要跟他一样的经历，然后也让他们清楚的明白说，其实英文是一种工具，可以让他们达到他们想要的目标，或是跟他们想要聊天的人沟通，并不是全为了考试。那像来宾当时有一个很明确的目标，就是为了能够跟朋友们聊天。并且在 ICQ 上面打字。那刚刚 John 也说 ，You might be dating yourself right there， 并不是说你在跟自己约会啦。这个意思比较像是他暴露了自己的年龄。那像来宾说了，他觉得学习要有动机。那学习任何一件事情或是语言，应该是为了我们自己。比如说，我们想要看懂什么，或是跟谁聊天之类的。那他认为也可以找就是会讲这种语言的朋友们多交流，或是看电视啊，或者是听音乐，都是不错的选择。And so now, you know, with your career services that you're doing too, let's say I wanted help with my resume. Could I reach out to you in English or in Chinese with help with my resume? Absolutely, and it's actually for free,、uh, forever. <laughs> I hope、wow. forever. Is、um, that the old like Facebook slogan? For, for free, for free, forever. forever. Yeah, <laughs>、um, that is、uh, one of the things I I kind of want to do because I offer everything on Instagram. I designed a resume template in English and in Chinese. It's free to download, and you could find everything on my Instagram page. And still now, I try to do weekly. Every Thursday, I'll come on Instagram and check everybody's resume. I've been doing it for four years. That's where people can reach me weekly.、Uh, I respond to every DM message, and I try to. Connect and talk to as much people as I can, because I think the fun side of building a business or building revenue or making money or being really rich, I think it comes back down to how much I can do for you.、Mm. You're doing the the community building aspect right、so. now, you know. And I'm a big believer of if you can build the community, the business model will follow. And so I love that you've you've organically built your business like that through social media and and just by being a wonderful human and giving <laughs> giving making people feel that they are enough. And I think that's a that's a key word sometimes in English that I stress to myself, like I am enough. Yes, I want to. I have goals and I want to reach towards new things, but. If I can't feel like I'm okay in this moment, then it can all come crashing down. The house of cards will tumble. <laughs> I love that. 如果大家有需要屡屡见见，用中文、英文都可以哦，而且是永久免费的。那在 IG 上面，他有提供免费的英文跟中文的履历格式给大家下载。那因为他现在也持续的每一周都会帮大家看履历，他也会回复私讯。那他希望是可以认识到更多的人。他觉得其实创业还蛮好玩的地方，就是能赚多少钱，或是成为超级有钱这件事情，其实都回归到你能为对方做多少。A question I love to end with on the show here, Jude, is if you could go back and talk to a younger McDonald's-loving Jude,、mm -hmm. <laughs> would there be any advice you give yourself about language, career services, life, anything? This was something that I, my psychotherapist, actually helped me explore.、Mm. There was this trick that I think that they use is to talk to your younger self, and it was such a weird experience. The first time she asked me what would I say to my younger self, I said I would ask Jude to leave the room because we're talking here, or the adults are talking here.、Mm -hmm. But then the second time we did it, I invited the younger self to come and sit down next to me. I kind of wanted to tell the younger me that it was okay.、Um, I love you. It's okay. A lot of things that you experience now, 
isn't really your fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you don't have to bear so much weight on your shoulders to try and fix everybody in the world. You are okay and you are enough. It's mm. beautiful. Well, well said, Jude. Well, I wish you nothing but success in all the things you're doing. And thank you, so thank you for being a wonderful human. 来宾给自己的建议就是，其实可以跟年轻的自己对话。这其实是他心理治疗师的建议，因为你会发现很多事情不是你的错，你不需要扛下那么多的责任，只为了修好全世界的人。你很好，也非常足够。我真的觉得来宾超正能量的，而且对于职场迷惘的朋友们，我觉得不要错过这么好的机会，快去私讯他的 IG 吧。那我们也祝他长辈事业能够顺利进行，帮助更多需要帮助的人哦。那我们就谢谢今天的来宾 Jude。Can you share where people could reach out to you on social media? I am everywhere. I have、uh, everyone on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, on Instagram.、Uh, if you search for Lu Li Wang Chouda or Resume Jude or Resume Service, I'm on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn as Jude Wang. There it is, Jude Wang. All right, Jude. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the show, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. Don't forget to follow along with Jude wherever you can find the services, and feel free to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and everywhere. We love you all. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, that is our Ng Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search. Ng Ingwen, or you can search on IG Ng English I C R T, and don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven, and Wednesday night from nine to nine thirty. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye.